Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. Okay, so the first time Joey and I met, it was a Curtis Blow concert at the Roller Rink in Roosevelt, Long Island. And me and my girls were going. We usually skate on Friday nights. And we were so excited. What are you thinking? I'm not just okay. listening to you. Just... Okay, so we were so excited. So me and my girls went. Curtis Blow came out, did his thing. And he brings out the son of Curtis Blow, which we didn't know who that was. And he went up there. He did his rhyme. He stood in one spot. He didn't do like he does now, like a maniac. And I was just like... And Curtis Blow came off the stage did some autographs, went to the back, and I was just like, okay, that guy, you know. So I, they went, they whisked him and Curtis Blow away to the back. Now in the back was a nightclub, I guess they were performing at, but of course we were too young. We were like 16 or 15, 15. And next thing you know, I knocked on that door, I know. And I said, can we see the guy who's with Curtis Blow? Not Curtis Blow, he was older anyway. And so they went, he came out. Now this is, you're not gonna believe this. He, he, he's embarrassed, that's his embarrassed bite lip. He comes out, he takes our, he gives us an autograph and he tongue kisses my first friend. Then he gives the next one, first he did Nita, then he did Deidre, tongue kissed that one. Then it was my turn, you would've thought I would've like, please. Got my autograph, tongue kissed me. Girl, okay, so then, this I know, too much I know, you should Please be, because you got a rubber collar on and everything. Move this, on I with know. the story. Okay. I had bad mentors, I guess. I thought I was a rock star. Move on! Rock stars Jesus. don't do that. Move on. Y'all know. Move on, move okay. on. Okay. Move on. Celebrities, y'all know they don't Move on. Okay, so then, we go in the bathroom, we're bugging out, so we're like kicking the doors and stuff, I know. So, they were over it. I wasn't, so I took the flyer and I wrote on the back. I was like, I'm the girl, but like he cared, that had the light blue on. I had my light blue dope pants and my checkered shirt. It's okay. the most embarrassing moment in my life. I'm sure. And so after that, I gave it to the cook. Then we get the hot dogs and everything. You could see the back of the club, like it went into there. I said, could you please give this to the guy who's with Curtis Blow? And I said, please. And she gave to the next day. I came home. My stepmom, Daisy, was like, um, so somebody named Joe called. Because, you know, that's what he wrote. So I was like, okay. So I knew that was him. And I was excited. So then Nita was from Queens originally, but she lived down my street. So then we went on. Okay, go ahead. Oh I know. Okay, you so. You probably shouldn't have wear your collar for that. So. I called her, we talked, we kept talking. And- How old were you? I was probably 15 as well, or 16. She, she, she was 15, I was 16. I wasn't on DMC yet, again, I was the son of Curtis Blow. I worked with a rapper that was very popular. He had a record out. Nah, again, again, 
I guess it was the, the Bricks. Bricks or Christmas wrapping, either one. Yeah. So I um I called her. We spoke a lot on the phone, and I finally he wrote me letters. Wrote her letters. So cute. He would write I wrote the one, little. I wrote one day we will get married. I wrote that too. Yep. And, so, and he also wrote. You know how you little do the birds little, and the little flowers birds. And how you heart. do the little birds. One 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 one. It's like a bird. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I thought I knew what I was doing. So also sent her a picture. I had a broken arm and a trophy for my basketball. I yeah. got scars, everything. So I was I was trying to impress her. So we went out to. I invited her to come to the movies. I was gonna bring, at that time, my friend Daryl, who is DMC, to the movies, and she was bringing her friend. I ended up bringing my other friend. So I brought him, we met, we went to the movies. That's at, when we first kissed. No, we wasn't. We first kissed at the, at the skating oh, rink. Oh, yeah, right. You forgot that I kissed you, okay. So oh, wow. we, we kissed in the movie That's theater, good. and then we were so far away, I kind of blamed her that we broke up. Not broke up. She just fell out of touch. Yeah, broke I didn't see him a lot. So it broke my heart, and I was always thinking in my heart as a guy would think, you know what? One day I'll see her again. And then within two years, I blew up as Run DMC. And I'm thinking the whole time as things are moving on. Matter of fact, um, I I got married. And but in the back of my mind somewhere, I'm wondering, I wonder if she knows or any of my people from the school know that Joey Simmons is now run because there wasn't that many videos and stuff out at the very beginning. I had our sucker MCs and it's like that. There was no video to either one of them. So I sent, um, she was hanging with somebody and she says, the story goes, she's looking, looking through her pictures and somebody, I guess it was a guy looked and said, you know who this is, right? My old picture. That's run from run DMC. She said, no, it's Joe. No, that's run from run DMC. Time goes by. And um, I saw you let me TV. tell my father's story. Remember, she remember. saw me on TV. I don't know what she's thinking. But in the back of my mind, to me, I'm like, you know, I'm revenging everybody, especially her for not calling after the first date. Oh she, I don't know if she, Oh my God, what do you mean on, first date? Uh, Joey. Can I tell my way of thinking? Okay. So, because this is what's in my mind. So she sees the picture, she says. Life moves on, right? Yeah. I don't know if you're seeing me, but I'm hoping that everybody that from my past is seeing that I'm doing well in life, that I'm blowing up as a big rapper. And then my marriage comes to an end. And when my marriage comes- I was a rapper too, by the way, just to let okay. you know. Just to shout out the flat five out there. Okay, go ahead. Oh, that drives me crazy. Okay, go ahead. Your album went platinum, right? Or was it bronze? Or was it aluminum? Okay, it never worked out. All right, so- if I had Russell Simmons as a brother, okay, no, it's all right. No, I go ahead, keep just. going. All right, so I was having marriage difficulties, living my life, and then all of a sudden... So my sister was in high school, and and um, she met with um, the security guard, I guess, was bragging. Yeah, my Don't cousin. say his name, but just say... Just yeah, that's it. Okay. The security guard was bragging, you know, that's his boy or cousin, whatever. Cousin, my and cousin. And she was like, my sister used to go with him back in the day. And he went and told him. And at the same time, he was. I was divorced. Right. And then. Can I tell it? Gave me the number. No. no. <laughs> my cousin came home and told me that he met your sister. Mm -hmm. Justine's sister. Justine's sister. Some way, somehow. He got me the number, mm -hmm. my, your phone number. Yeah. I called, this is many years later, 
and I went and met with her in Long Island. He called and I, I didn't know if I would still like him because I didn't know if he became like the rapper, like, yo, what's up, whatever. So I wasn't into that. I was whatever. into house music at the time. My rap days were over. But when I talked to him, he was just like, hi, like back in the day. And I was just, I just melted right, right then. 90, 91 or 92, somewhere in between 90 and 92, I got a divorce. And then I met back up with, with this lovely lady and we started going to church together. Those were our dates at the second part of my life, just going to church every day. And then three times a week, three times a week. And, um, I didn't even know I was going to become a minister. And it was really nice and it was really exciting. And I knew this point in my life I had, I couldn't put hands on her in any way. It was a very good church, very um, amazing. And I just didn't touch her. And, and, then we, and then, and then we, we, believe it or not, we were living together and we still couldn't touch each other. And then one day we came home from church and we were trying to get some things, you know, we were in happening. Bedrooms. Yeah. But um, at one time we were in the same bed and still nothing. And then. No, we were in the living room no, when the guy came on TV, Just We were downstairs. No, I moved to the couch. Okay. And then I moved to the couch. And things wasn't happening. We were trying to get some things handled before we got married. And a, a preacher came on TV and was like, if you're living with duh, 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 and things not are not working, work out. So it's she not moved to my mother's so house. So I moved to his mother's because <laughs> we got scared. We were thinking maybe because we were still in the same house. That, that I couldn't get things to work. That so the blessing wasn't coming. coming. So we were dating and engaged and about to get married. And when we were about to get married, we was in the house together and a preacher came on TV and said, nothing's gonna go right for you if you don't. If you're living if with- you're li if, you're, if you're shacking. So what we did was she moved to my mother's house. Cause I thought it was a sign. Right, you know, so yeah. she moved to my mother's house and we sped up, it sped everything up to make finances and everything fall into place perfectly. So you feel like the move, moving out, helped it everything. Did. It helped, did. It helped it, everything work out. The main thing I think that's that's important here for me is that we, blessed enough to keep our hands off each other, gave us Diggy. And that's important to me, that walking the way we walked in front of God, the sacrifice of not having sex, blessed us. And I believe that as far as the engagement going and us trying to get everything in order. Where are we going to move? What are we going to do? I was still selling my last house. And it was just really upside down a little bit. And we had to get things in order. Mm -hmm. So by the time I moved out. moved out and moved with my mother, she was, did you have a really bad headache? And my mother was yeah, also so sick at his, that time. My mom, mom was, was very sick. Yeah, his mom was very sick, which was a blessing because then I was there for her as well. But she couldn't even move. She was in the bed. And the day of us when, getting married, she actually helped me. For some reason, I had the worst headaches. I used to get really bad headaches. Migraines. Yeah. Migraines. Excitement or stress or whatever. They were bad. Yeah. And she literally got out the bed and helped me. So barely get out the bed, but found strength. It found strength. So you get told in me that take, tub? Yeah, she told me, take off my wedding gown. Get in the tub and relax. And... Just it was just a ma like a miracle almost. And then we went to the church and got married and went on to Hawaii. And the funny thing is, 
I'm able to tell clearly nine months from the time that, because Diggy was born. And people, Literally. it was so quick that people was like, they probably got married because, because something happened. But the truth is, it's, I believe the second I touched her and we, you know, Diggy was made. It was like, I was able to tell the doctor it happened during this week, yeah, June, and he told me, well, so then it, it will come on March 21st, and he came on March 21st. So it we was can amazing. say, so Diggy's 22, right? Yeah. And that means we're, we're married 23 years because of the nine months that it takes to have the baby. 22, 23. Yep. Yeah. He's that's funny. the story. Hey fam, it's me, Cody Lane Oliver, co-creator of Black Love and proud Howard grad. I'm just popping in to say thank you so much for listening to Black Love The Interviews and to share a little something that our friends at Target are doing to help uplift the next generation of Black talent. Target is teaming up with HBCUs to create Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Plus, winners also receive a cash prize, equipment, mentoring, and networking opportunities. Make sure you check back during Black History Month to see all of the winner's designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy, invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more about Target's commitment to HBCUs. She's very nice. Very agreeable, and, and just something very spiritual about it all. The fact that God, His name is a coincidence. Why, when I got my divorce or was going through a divorce, did my cousin finally connect back with her sister? So for me, it was just so many angels pulling us together, mm. and. And she, she went me to church. She was there for me, there for my children. And it was clockwork magic. So for me, it was very simple. And we were having a good time at church. We were having a good time. She was just so willing to work with me. And I was very happy to have her to um, be in my life. That's nice. I would say the reason why I felt that we were supposed to be together, I really felt like he was my soulmate because it was like full circle. I was ready to, you know, start a new chapter in my life as well as he was. And then he comes out of nowhere. And I was so open to try his church. And he was so amazing with me and caring little details that you see other people could care less and um, just different than anybody else I had met, you know, as far as caring for me and being there for me as well. Believe it or not, I think because God brought him to me at this time, he didn't come across as that type of, I guess, the rock star that maybe God knew I couldn't deal with. And I must say, whereas other people in my past made me feel jealous, and I was, you could say, a jealous person, when I got with him, he, he disarmed jealousy. And it's not an issue. He's, yeah, he, I'm, I should be jealous, you know, when people coming around him and everything. And I don't feel, I feel very confident 
and uh, trust. And people usually say, oh, she's just too, as far as other women or, or men, oh, they're just too jealous or she's just too jealous. No, a man can make you feel not jealous, his actions or vice versa, her actions. Yeah, a lot so, of people say, oh, yeah, they, they lean on that. I'm um, talking to my old friends from school. She's just too jealous. You gotta know that that's not acceptable to her. And then you can't measure it by anything besides for how she feels. Yeah. She doesn't like this type of reactions to old friends from the hood, these girls that are, that's my home girl. She don't like that, then you gotta let that go if you want it to work. And that's the key to marriage for me is, you know, the real key is knowing what's acceptable to the other and saying, whatever, I don't need that. Well, if you can't say that, you're gonna have a really rocky time in your marriage. She doesn't like something, I'm down to do it. Like, for me, um, there's many things that she might wanna do. And they always, women always say, she gave it up. Things that, I, I don't really wanna do anything anymore. So I'm, I'm just so much of a family man, but I won't walk out the door without saying, babe, going to the store. And she's not gonna do that either. So I'm like, you can't tell me where to go. We don't live like that. It's like, yeah. I'll be back in 10 minutes. I'm going to Barnes and Nobles and I'm, so it's always a follow up in our relationship of what is acceptable to the other and willing to accept that they don't like this. And that is the key. I think the key to relationships breaking up is selfishness. Selfishness will break up a marriage as quick or a relationship as quick mm -hmm. as you could imagine. Yeah. And you know, so I, I like this quote, listen to the whispers so you don't have to hear the screams. So for me, if I see discontent in my home, I'm gonna know what it is. I wanna knock it out. I don't have an ego. The other day we got into some argument, something small that was said, but she was very angry. And she's like, I'm going back upstairs. Matter of fact, you know, I'm not going out with you. And I was like, so waiting to go out with her. And she's like, where are my keys? Because Diggy or somebody always taking her keys. And one of my keys was a mistake taken by Vanessa and all the way in Brooklyn. Like, oh daddy, I'm sorry. Came in, the key is still in my pocket. And I had the only other key to her car because Vanessa had her key. So she came down, she was living about something small, but she, nonetheless, she was very mad. I, at that point, I was like, oh no, this ain't gonna happen. I was like, perfect, she can't go. Really? I said to totally assistant, tell her, that's what I felt, I didn't want you to leave. I was very upset that I upset you. So I said to the assistant, let her know. Vanessa got her key. She knows, she's not dumb. She's like, you have a key too. I'm like, no, forgive me God. Diggy has that key, even though it was in my pocket. So oh my God. whatever, God forgives me. I didn't want you to let you go. So, I, Diggy, I'm on my way, I leave. I said, let me, I said, I'll drive to the gym for you and go get the key from Diggy. And during that time, I'm thinking, I gotta come up with something. And I came back and I just said to her, oh, and I'm driving back. I didn't mention the key, matter of fact, I didn't lie to you. I said, cause one key was gone. And when I'm driving back from the gym, I'm like, listen, can you please accept my apology? I need a pass. No, you you do this all the time, loud me and blah, blah. I need a pass. You get passes all the time. I brought up something that I gave her a pass over, some stuff she bought or something. We had an agreement. And I kept pushing at her. I give you passes. 
She said, I don't want to be in the car with you. I don't want to be in the car with you. You want somebody mad in the car with you. So I don't care if you're mad. I just want you in the car with me. He said, I'll be your driver. So you can get in the back. He said, you can even get in the back. I won't say nothing. All day. I just, yeah, I went hard. This is the key to marriage right here. For sure. And she's, that's funny you said that. I said all of this. I'm like, I will drive you. I won't say a word. You don't even have to know me. I'm like, I'm just taking you to your places. And she was like, I'm going to be so mad. She gets in, right, kind of. She kind of lets go a little. And I make up something like, so, you know, because Vanessa, you know, and, she, and I can tell when it breaks, when somebody kind of responds to this thing mad at your first little. But you, you should have gave me a minute, though. I you did. started right at the dead one corner. You started talking. And you started talking, too. So it went on because she's nice. And we became friends in the next five seconds and drove and had our day. But I think that's the key is... My apology was quick, sincere, quick and sincere, and no ego, and that's it. The bishop and pastor that we, church we went to, they really worked with couples. It was a, a, a real thing for them, and that gave us like a foundation of why we always, and yeah, yeah, and plus, you know, our books. past, yeah. and different things we learned that that's not gonna that's not gonna work after a while you know i think you have to have a broken spirit too you have to be humble and if you and well, want it to work and i think a lot of our the main thing is being godly for us being godly meaning going through so many steps of trying to do what's right before the lord learning principles and not having that know-it-all spirit not having that unteachable spirit not having that change spirit change knowing could, you have to change and then and they're also wanting it i want this relationship yeah. she doesn't like it i'm not doing it what do you want more do you want the relationship more or do you want to be right more so i'm like even if i'm right and here's a funny thing i learned and this isn't just for me for anybody you can let them seem like they're right and then within 30 minutes or a day they'll find out they were wrong and they'll apologize to you so you don't have to be right. She doesn't have to be right or wrong. I can just say, you know what? This doesn't matter at this point. I'm gonna let my ego get out of the way. She's wrong, I know it, because I got evidence of whatever it may be, could be. Or vice versa. That's what I said, that's uh, why I said that. Uh, but the evidence I have will come out and then she'll apologize. So I don't got, I can wait it out. Oh, maybe I'll end up being wrong too, but I think the key is just letting things go. Hey, Black Love fam, this is Cody Elaine Oliver, co-creator of Black Love, and I'm going to take a beat to let you know that this episode of Black Love, the interviews is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. And I mean all communities, because at Howard, we used to have a McDonald's on campus. I mean, it's still there, but I say used to because I ain't been there in a while. We used to call it Club McDonald's because that was the spot at all hours of the day to hang out, have a good time and for sure get something to eat. So it was the place to study. It was the place after the club. But we still called it Club McDonald's because it was packed, uh, very reliable. And I absolutely love McDonald's for that. So know that when you're going to McDonald's, you're not just getting a good bite, but you are finding time to spend a little one-on-one or 40-on-40 with your homies (laughs) at Club McDonald's on Howard's campus and wherever you live. So remember, I'm loving it. You should too. 
believe it or not, I didn't even want to have kids. And he introduced me to his children. Now, mind you, when I met them, I wasn't thinking, I don't want no kids. I was, I didn't, but as far as growing up, I wasn't the type like, oh, I'm gonna have this many kids. It just, you know, and I met them. My whole life changed so quick because it became like them. I was just so in love with them. And Jojo, he was probably five or six. And this is when you could sit in a front seat. He used to sit in the front with me all the time. So he was just too big. His father was like, all right, he got to get them back. And we would get them on the weekends. And then when Some we got weekends. married, then when we got married, we would have both them during the week. Both, yeah. yeah, you know, best we could off. Yeah, to do both. Yeah. And it's like the best thing that ever happened to me, you know, really. Now after I met them, it was, it was it. Sometimes he used to look at me like, hello, those are my kids. First fight, I, I don't think there was a first fight. It's, it's like little fight. things, you know, little disagreements or whatever. I, I, we, the other day, that one was a no, kind of a big one because I usually never, never say happened. I'm going, I'm getting in my car because I was trying to go out anyway. But most we fights, argue. Most like arguments argue are usually all the time. She doesn't want to have a disagreement in, at, at any time in front of anybody or anything like that. So he has, first of all, oh God. we were brought up. You don't argue in front of other people. If you're in a, huh? if you're in, okay. if you're in a um, food store or that kills him. You don't do that. You don't do that. This guy, no filter. If I look That's at him like this, if I give him like a look, he'll do it back. Oh, okay. Or if I like bump his leg, he'll say, well, why you hit my leg? That's ridiculous. And then of course, people look at us like, like we're crazy. And I'm like, I'm That's, sorry. That's a big part of the arguments is her, me not caring about what people think and her caring what people think. That's what his wife's job. I saw this funny meme of a, guys saying people were coming over. It was a guy and he was screaming out, this house has to be perfectly clean. So women want to cover, I won't say cover, make things beautiful for everybody to see. And I could, sometimes I care. Of course I care about how I look in front of the public, but a lot of times I'm like, whatever, whatever. We're in the middle of a store, let's, let's get it on. Earth, earth, dog, for life. That's dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb, that's man stuff. Don't do it here if you don't want it here. So don't even start it here. Well, the look is don't, don't start. No, but don't do anything. Don't do nothing. Because you're gonna do something, I'm gonna give you the same amount, and then you'll be like, really? And I'm gonna be like, really? It's gonna get louder. And you're like, okay. I'm so mad right back. now, Joey, no, you he are just so told wrong. You. He just told you, don't give anything you don't want out in the public. If you don't want it to happen, at the supermarket. That's a lie. I'm just telling you what we feel. I'm trying to let you know. I'm giving you the eye like Don't chill. Do it. No, tell me that. It's we're, we're, we're having a disagreement. So we're having a disagreement and now you, you're you escalating it a pinch. I'm like, what? 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 That, that's, what? that's good? That's good? No, it's just what, he, what it is. It's just what it is. No it's just man stuff. I'm, I appreciate it. Oh. I understand. You don't want Thanks, me. camera guy. He's a daggone <laughs> producer. Thanks, producer. Well, the good thing about the reality show for us, it was 
a nice reality show. There was a reality show and then there was not much to talk about. I'm a reverend, I'm a retired rapper. I love my wife, I love my children. Do you want to watch? They said yes. So you had Run's House and you had other type of reality shows. You come to my show knowing that you're going to get a nice family. That's it. So as far as eyeballs, I never fought to get People Magazine, Us Magazine. I didn't want it. It was a show about love and family. And it never really got to harm us too much because of what the show stood for. There wasn't... We didn't give you too much to beat Plus us up. Plus, our kids were still young. Yeah, and, yeah. You it know. wasn't too much. You could be, maybe later on, a couple of still snicks and snags. But basically, you won't go to my Instagram and see a bunch of people saying many negative things because I, I'm putting up a meme that says I love God. I'm putting up a picture of me and her kissing. And so, the other thing is, you know, with Run's House, you know, we were still going to church three times a week with our kids. and a reverend, show and, the reverend on and, and we were working on having a family that you saw on TV. A lot of people were like, that's not real or whatever. And I understand, but it was real because that that's Most you were living that real. life that's why it was a hit though Joe. yeah I know but some people thought maybe yeah, it was unrealistic but yeah. most people knew it was real but we they don't know, understand before Run's house we were working on having, having that, that type of family because we were going to church three times a week and with a with a, a bishop with a family with six kids as well and so we saw how to we had a strict house we were in church we were home doing fun things. We're blessed. First of all, God was looking over us. God created Run's House to show. He was director, producer, even though it was good, clean, fun at the time. But God was with us. We were blessed. We had an anointing on the show. It's almost like if you get with the right mate, your soulmate, things kind of work out. That was a God show. So it wasn't much friction to have to worry about. We were giving you stories of things that were happening in our lives. You, you know, Russie, Russie broke his game boy. Or Russie, Diggy getting braces. And yeah, just nothing. They would tell us, okay, what's happening this Diggy week? Diggy getting braces. That's a story. You know. Russie broke his game boy. That's a story. So anything that was the smallest thing would be a story. And they wouldn't be, they don't have to be big things. And our, our show didn't call for uh, dysfunctional dynamics. And we didn't have any for you anyway. Because they were young and little. And we didn't have any, we were in church. We were trying to yeah. learn how to be good or be better or just, so you didn't have producers looking for anything besides for a happy household. That's why MTV in the beginning didn't think it they didn't would understand. work. Because they were like, we don't need this. We didn't get to think about our color. Mm-hmm. There was no thinking. We're creating a show about a black family right. that's functional and loving. We were creating a show about a family. That's all it was to it. So yeah, it wasn't so much about, family. we didn't think, until we see people saying it. We yeah. here on the, whatever radio station, they were like, oh my God, a black family. And even when I put up Instagram posts now and I see black love, you know, it's like, okay, black love. I get it. There must be a need for particularly black love. So... It wasn't the forethought of the show. Mm -hmm. So we were just trying to do what was right. 
And but we are thankful when we are in the street and, and people want to say thank you for well, Runs House, yeah. a positive show. Yeah, and we're, we're we get that all we, the time. We're happy it about it and thankful anointing. that we were able to. Hey fam, it's me, Cody Lane Oliver, co-creator of Black Love and proud Howard grad. I'm just popping in to say thank you so much for listening to Black Love The Interviews and to share a little something that our friends at Target are doing to help uplift the next generation of Black talent. Target is teaming up with HBCUs to create Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Plus, winners also receive a cash prize, equipment, mentoring, and networking opportunities. Make sure you check back during Black History Month to see all of the winners' designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy, invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more about Target's commitment to HBCUs. Um, how long, how many years have you been in Target? Yeah. What would you say was the most challenging time? We lost a baby. Yeah, okay. I was praying so hard. Um, she lost a baby. I was married nine. nine to nine years ago. Um, we discovered later on in the pregnancy there was something that, and the first thought was, oh, I'm not, not going to give it. First of all, we're, we're born again Christian, we're not going to give it a baby. But we knew it was kind of, I won't say hopeless, but it, was, it seemed very bad. So I decided to wake up every morning at 6 a.m. and pray to God every single day in my room at 5 a.m. every day. And that's Prince, Prince, Prince. And it didn't happen. And we, we adopted beautiful Miley. And, 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 and that, that she thinks Miley is kind of something. Yeah, it's amazing that um, before we even tried to have another baby, God had put on my heart to adopt. To adopt. Oh, and I was arrogant about it. Not, not, not against having an adoption. I was like, huh, I'm so blessed that father. Let's just have a baby. Not knowing that that's a blessing to have a baby. Not thinking that something can go wrong or thinking that, you know, when things come so easy, you never think anything can go wrong. So she wanted to adopt. I'm like, let's just have a baby. And we're wrong. So we ended up doing what she first asked me to do. Well, God first wanted, yeah. and of course, her. I think he really wanted her to be with us. And She's, she forgets sometimes that that isn't the baby that she carried. Yeah. For sure. Both me and her think, say that about each other. She said, well, I really came out of Yes, you did. You know, but I do want women to know out there if they can't have a baby, please think about adopting because it is unreal how you know it feels like you're a baby. Like, like it's yeah. no, difference. No, no difference. No difference. Zero. No difference. You're not thinking this is an adoptive and Russell isn't. There's no, no difference. God doesn't allow that yeah. It doesn't. And it's an amazing feeling. And I do believe that happened also for television, for God to um, get, the glory. get the glory out of that meaning that it helps some women to know they had to push on and it can happen to anyone. Somebody that you think is a big celebrity that's life is so perfect. So we took that pain and other people were going through that. Whoever was like, well, if it can to them, you know, anything can happen. And a lot of women have told me that it got them through or whatever, but I do also want a lot of women to know, please think about adoption. Yeah. I feel you should only get married if you feel like he's me, like he's me. I know it's weird, but he's like, like, he's like me. He really is like me. And I know I have kids and everything, but if he dies, I want to die with him. He's me, he's me. And I did not want to cry right now, but I don't even understand how it is. That's why I feel like maybe he is my soulmate. But you know how people say, you know, I'll take a bullet. Like, cause he is me. and. And when people argue and you can say mean things to people, I'm not going to say the meanest thing that I can say to hurt me. So if I say something mean to him, it's not going to hurt him because I'm not going to hurt him that low. You understand? I'm not going to hurt him like that. that. You know? So you're going to mess up your makeup and everything, really? I'm really going there on TV. You're gonna do this on the own network. You're gonna sit here and cry. Okay, I did not Jesus. mean that to happen, but. How long did it take you to put that makeup on? Hour. We move on. We move the real. I know, I was joking. That's beautiful. It is, it is. It is beautiful to have, and I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful 
I'm thankful, really. I said it at the beginning, my favorite thing being married to this lady is she, she's very giving, very giving. She's agreeable. Everybody doesn't want to agree with her, agreeing to me, but we don't care. So I'd be like, man, you can't get her to not agree with him, and you can't get him to not agree with her. So if you're trying to come, there doesn't no, not many people try now, but we're fiercely in love. If you try to come and try to say, well, don't you have your, no, I don't, I have to make a phone call first. Don't you have, she's like, well, what would I do that for? You know, he doesn't want me to do that. And that's, that's the key to marriage. We are in agreement. How can two walk together unless they agree? So we're in agreement. We don't, we're together. We don't even let the kids get in the kids mm -hmm. know. Yeah, Rusty, when he was younger, he would always ask, even though they don't know, after I say, go tell your father, he's going to call me and we're going to decide or he'll say, what Can't you make do? a decision yourself? She was he like, said, no. He said, he said that, little Russell. He was like, you can't make a decision by yourself. I said, no, I have to ask your father. And, There's and no even, ego. And even this little Miss Miley, she's another one. Mommy, won't you just tell him what? I'm like, oh, really? I said, we don't work like that. We talk things out. You don't have to tell him everything. That's what she says, nine years old. Well, that's We the know that when all these kids leave, it's gonna be me and him anyway. And a lot of, Couples have to understand that because as women, we do. We tend to cater to our children and then the man can go for a wayside. We don't mean to, but we're nurturing and those are babies. We don't put them first. We put God in the marriage and the kids. The kids came second. We love them, but they're not going to be, we know they're going to move out. The house is emptying out every day and we knew that I early on. It. We knew that early on. So, we don't let the kids dictate where we're going in our future. We took care of them, but they're not gonna um, dictate us. We've heard of a couple, she was getting her nails or hair done years ago, said, what's up? She's like, this is some lady. She said, you're getting a divorce. Kids are gone, we don't know each other. That's given said, making the kids and, like icons to you. Yeah, and she was like, we're not upset at each other. Just don't know each other. But we just, don't know each other all these years because I was so wrapped up in my daughter and now the daughter's like, peace. Move far away from the mother. So now she don't have the husband or the daughter. And so you gotta always remember that. So we put ourselves before anything. Mm -hmm. God, then marriage. And kids, they can come. They can go <laughs> they can roll. We love them. I think mm -hmm. the best that a parent can do beyond teaching is to model. We model a relationship and let the chips fall where they may. Lead no by one's example. perfect. No one's perfect. Nope. We don't consider ourselves perfect. And we don't even push it onto the public. Forget the kids. The kids are like the public, basically. We show our marriage. And if you're inspired by it, thank God. We're trying to live before God in honor. But as far as teaching, I don't go deep into teaching. This is what gotta be. Nobody listens to that. You look, people never got, wanted to become Michael Jordan by him teaching them. 
they got inspired that he dunked backwards and that he put his tongue out and dunked. For, you get inspired by watching something, not by somebody saying, you're doing it all wrong. You just watch the games and you, Kobe Ryan is looking at Michael Jordan, he wants to be Michael Jordan. And there's couples that might look at our marriage and goals. And if that's the case, good. But there's no teaching because I don't expect everything to work perfectly for my children. That's why we didn't even go on TV with Runzels going to church. We didn't show, we didn't want to, we want to, people do what you do more than what you say. Do what I do, don't do what I say because I might say something that I don't do. I might say there's something and God be like, you ain't all that. I don't want to diss God, I'm just, I display it. Thank God I've been able to display it on television shows. And if it inspires someone, then good. <laughs> I love it. I love, I just thought about it. I'm very um, active of displaying when I don't have a show on Instagram. So I'll daily or two times a day put up a picture of me and my wife and I'll write how I feel. And she's not on Instagram or any social media because it would have drove me crazy because she'd be fighting people. And she agreed like, all right, I'm, she's, she's agreeable. She's like, all right. And I don't even follow people on Instagram or Twitter because I don't want, I don't get into, it's just wisdom, come read it. I'm not here to discuss. And it's no arrogant or egotistical reason. It's just, I'm just sharing things. So I'll show it to her. So she'll get to see every day when, you know, sometimes, he every other day. He doesn't show me all the time. Yeah, people but, but, come to me say, and look, say, did you see what your husband wrote? Look what your husband wrote. But yesterday, I, most of the time, a lot of yeah, times lately. So sometimes I'll, or she might go on the computer and find, go to my email, but usually she probably checks the kids' stuff more than me. But, I don't check you. But she doesn't check mine. But I show her. I I'm like, read this. And she'll read it. that's sweet. You get in the car and go on the bed, bath, and beyond. I'm like, look what I wrote today. Showed her yesterday. I'm waiting to see her response. And she always says, it's very sweet. So yeah, I don't see it as a generation that can't connect with their wives or spouses. If you want to talk about social media and couples, I think it can work out just fine. I mean, I decided, again, I don't follow people. I don't have to like pictures. I don't have to get into that drama. But the way I do it is I can express myself in a nice poem on social media and it makes me feel happy. And it keeps me in check too. It keeps me, I'll live up to the words I write. If I write something really sweet and really romantic, I want to live up to it. That's important to me. And then when I feel down, I always tell people, why are most of your posts about your wife? And I said, because that's my best foot forward. And on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, you always try to show your best foot forward. I'm on the yacht, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm, I show a picture of my wife. That's all I have. That's what I have to offer you guys. That's mm -hmm. what makes me happy. That's what I think is my best look. My best look is a picture of her. Oh, babe, that's nice. We've gotten a lot closer, thank goodness. I would say as far as arguments and disagreements and getting over them quicker, it's crazy how now we do it. But you know, one thing I always say to new couples that I meet or something, I always tell them, don't put I'm leaving, like, you know, how people no are like, option. you know, that's not an option. So don't even put it in your, in your marriage at all. Like, no matter how bad you get upset, don't say you're leaving. Like, 
you know, going to your mother's estate, whatever. Don't say those words because the mind doesn't know that you're just saying. It thinks, so eventually that can happen to you. So Joey and I know we're not leaving each other. So that's that's not an option for us to even bring up. But also we don't do anything that will even cause that, something that deep. That's yeah. another important thing. And we say that, that is true. But the thing that to live up to that not leaving, you gotta do, you can't be doing stuff that's just, and constantly. So, yeah, over and over. I mean, do people do, you know, make mistakes out there and you can forgive them. But then, if you keep doing it and you're not really doing the right thing, you can expect some type of bad results. Yeah. Is our marriage I think second, it's nature? Second, nature. Yeah, second nature? I think it's second nature, but you know, nothing's perfect. So, we, we do have to constantly make sure it's right, make sure it's fresh. Keep you know, it fresh. Also, we had a dream years ago, and I'm still chasing that dream. That first honeymoon, I want it to every day. I'm trying to feel that feeling. That's important to me. For me, every single day since we got together, I'm chasing one moment to can constantly happen. Yeah. When can we get married? Which we're working on, and when can we get to? A vacation together so that hope keeps me happy it's always oh damn you know in the next couple of months we're going because our anniversary is actually june 25th. june 25th and it's almost that time now so i'm always chasing those moments and they always feel the same there's no difference between yeah last year's anniversary anniversary than first year's honeymoon yeah so we're chasing that we put on the music we have same music same things it brings us back same there. hopes same aspirations and same hopes for success yeah. in our careers and life and it's just and if same. i'm if i'm in the house or something he'll say you know come on babe let's go and just you know, go. What, what do you want to do? You want to go to Home Goods? You know, I love Home Goods. Yeah. And you know, Bath and Beyond. You know, let's Those have a good day. Those are, yeah, and they they feel good moments. Repeat. And, and they help. And they help. Do have fun, love each other, make love, all the fun stuff and the happy stuff. Repeat, repeat, and that's what I'm doing. I'm repeating. We probably when this interview's over, gonna go and do something fun, whether it's a big trip or just to home goods it's all early marriage bliss for me for sure he said what advice would i have for you whatever it is that you first was trying to get done keep trying to get it done and don't be selfish very important just overgive. trust me you need to overgive. you need to lose Sometimes you can't win. A happy wife, happy life. Just let her win. I'm telling you, that's so important that you don't let your I'm right matter. She's not going to run over you anyway. She's just a lady. She's just a girl. So she's not going to run over you. So just let her be right. It'll work out better that way. There's some women she just won't, well, the type I'm she talking is. talking to him. I know, I'm, I'm just saying. No, you said. I'm helping him. Okay. Yeah, I really I am. I'm, no, he doesn't have some are. woman. He has this woman, and I'm feeling the spirit of okay. what I'm telling him okay. how to treat her. Right. Gotcha. So this isn't coming from. Yeah. Just I'm just a teaching to him. Gotcha. Specifically, I'm looking at his eyes, letting him know. Okay. Let it go. She's not gonna run over you anyway. 
You don't have to worry about getting hurt by letting it go. She's not going to take advantage. You just have to. I, I watch it all the time when I work for these big shots back in the day. I go to St. Bart's with my brother. And you got these real big billionaires going, meet my boss. It's okay. Let her win. It's always meet my boss. Meaning she's going to protect everything anyway. I, I, I can't really come outside of this bubble that she has me. And then she's going to let you in anyway. You're going to have your swag. You're going to make your pictures. You're going to do what you do. She's already helping you with these shows and everything. You're going to be fine. The frivolous things that irk you, that you want to do, that you see that she's stubborn on, let it go. She's gonna. What's going to happen is she's going to turn around and give it back to you anyway. I want this thing. You're going to give it to her and she's going to be like, it's going to take her a day or half a day to say, dang, he really wants that thing. You're going to get the golf clubs, so to say. You're going to get that thing when you let it go. So, you know, something I said um, years ago when we always would go everywhere together. This was an important moment for me. And I said to her, this is my favorite. I said to her, you want to go to L.A.? Because I was thinking this one time I was going to take just my my homeboy to go do business. And she said, he never asked me that I want to go. So right away she caught, do I? Well, maybe I don't, because I've never heard this spirit of do I want to go. It was always get packed, let's go. So that's one thing. And then there's another thing that she said that I loved. And she doesn't remember saying this. And we were were arguing. And I said, what do you want? And she said, I want what you want. Kind of ended the whole relationship, made it perfect forever. I want what you want. So what does that mean? Whatever joys and happiness and career and your life you want, just know that I want it too. That helps because now you have to share your comforts, your need to want to make hit films, your however much you want to control and win this world, she does too. So when you're not giving her that opportunity with you, you kind of like, I always remember, I want what you want. So if I'm buying cars, you want to, you know, whatever it is, if I'm getting, something to eat, she wants one too. I'm doing something that makes me feel extra. She wants to feel extra too. And when you live your life like that, you win.